All right, we are all set. Good morning, everyone. It is Fantabulous Friday. I hope everyone is getting a really good start to the end quote of the work week. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Fantabulous Friday, indeed. Uh, <laughs> the second day of the month, the end of the week. Lots of things going on. We're expecting, of course, another um, sounds like a real messy storm from Friday into Saturday. But this is New England, and you know we expect these things. So go out and get your bread and milk today. Absolutely, and you know I think for a lot of people, while you know I'm sure the kids. Hold on, I'm just trying to log in over here. Be, besides the kids really you know excited because they really haven't had that you know that fun part piece of the season which is to of course sled ride uh make snowman snowball fights um snow angels all that really happy fun stuff that children uh that also bring back great memories for us as children so for that piece i'm really glad obviously those that are traveling yeah uh, pack your patience <laughs> because uh, as 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 we know, and we just really just literally experienced, uh, things can change on the dot very quickly, very quickly. Just flip over something and boom, it's done. Mm -hmm. So you really do have to kind of prepare uh, and also plan ahead where a lot of times, most of the time for flights, I'm going to speak about flights you know, trains, automobiles, planes, trains, and automobiles, but I'm going to talk about planes, flights in general, you know, when you get that delay and then, you know, it's another delay and that's another delay. So how can you prepare yourself to make sure that you're still keeping in that happy mode, happy spirit, make sure, you know, pack your iPad, a device, if you have to, a book, go back to the old fashioned book, maybe a newspaper, something to read. Um, I also like to, to pack my, my bands, my wristbands, uh, that I can, you know, do some exercise. So kind of walk around the terminal, do all that. But what people are experiencing that is different from travel than it was from years ago with a typical delay is a lot of airlines, uh, you know, are, are suffering in the sense of just like other businesses, uh, low on staff. So it could actually mean, and this is happening more and more, that a flight now is, canceled or rescheduled and how are what's the backup plan because you can you can always prepare for a delay you're still there your luggage is checked in hopefully you've packed snacks of course there's uh, you know usually restaurants and little stores that you could kind of keep your mind occupied talk to other to other um others that are flying and whatnot make new friends that's always exciting but a lot of people are not prepared even today when it happens more and more if it's actually scheduled last second and or canceled altogether, what do you do? What's the backup plan? So what I've been doing because of, of my travel schedule is whatever airline I'm choosing, I also screenshot other, other flights with other airlines around that same time frame. If, you know, and, and then of course, you know, that's the challenge, you know, will there still be a, a seat left? But at least I'm somewhat prepared as to know which airline that I may have to start really looking at to get another flight. In point, 
sometimes you don't get a lot of notice. So I'm going to give you a perfect example because it literally just happened. So as many know, uh, Mike was visiting from up north and he was due to go back Thursday, yesterday, uh, right from Vero Beach with the, the new airline Breeze Airways, which John and I have had excellent luck with. Staff is very nice, obviously very convenient. It's like three miles from the house. But anyways, we're having this nice dinner that he, you know, Chef Mikey cooked. And then we sit down, we're getting ready to watch the Celtics. And Mike goes, uh, I just got some alerts saying my flight is not Thursday, it's now Friday. And I'm like, what? So I, I looked at it and I said, well, let's, let's, let's talk about this. And he goes, well, you know, what am I gonna do? I've got, you know, I've got a meeting I've got to get to with work. I said, well, it's, you know, and, and let's be real. If you get stuck in a beautiful, warm climate, you don't mind it, right? As long as it doesn't impact like your work schedule or appointments, you don't mind it. You say, hey, what the heck, I'll go the next day. So it's not a big deal. The problem with this particular next day, which would have been today, is exactly what you're talking about, this storm coming in. So will that, and not only was the flight rescheduled, the time had changed. Now from leaving at 11.30 in the morning, it wasn't gonna leave to like 3.30-ish, 3.45 in the afternoon, which meant it wouldn't arrive to Bradley till around close to seven in the heat of this beginning of the storm or, or right, the storm may have already started at that point. You don't know, because let's face it, even with all the equipment, the weatherman can't seem to pinpoint things. So, and they do, they do work really hard. So I don't wanna say that they don't, but you figure with all this technology, they could do a better job, but it is what it is. So I immediately thought, okay, obviously in Vera Beach Airport, that's the only airline currently out of there. So I got to look elsewhere. So again, I know the schedules, not necessarily the schedules, but definitely know the airlines that go into Bradley. So I immediately checked with another airline. They had a seat available. It was leaving an hour earlier than what he would have left. Now, obviously, driving to Orlando, you got to, you know, account for about an hour, 15, hour and a half, depending on what time of the day you're going. But we immediately got him on. Like, we, didn't, I didn't even think about it. I didn't actually even discuss it with him at that point. I knew if we didn't get him on that flight and home, he may not make it back today because of this impending storm. And I knew, like, even with the Velo Airlines out of Tweed, uh, our cousin Mikey came in and he had, I think, ended up being three or four hour delay going out of Tweed into Orlando. And he didn't get until, I don't know, 1.32 in the morning. And that was Friday morning or Thursday morning. So these things do happen. So you got to think quick on your feet. I happen to know what other airlines I use to go into Bradley. So it's a no brainer for me. But a lot of people don't prepare that way. And sadly, in this day and age, uh, because of what is going on, staff shortages, um, which really, I always say really are the results of all the nonsense that went on for two years, like the forcing of certain things, forcing th things in people's bodies that people said, no, I'm not gonna do. So you had a lot of people retiring from their positions um, and a lot of airlines are struggling to get staff to work. Um, now, of course, they've lifted a lot of that stuff, but they lost a lot of good people in the interim. And now you are making up for that. So it's not unusual now not to just have a delay, but a reschedule and or cancel. You got to be prepared. 
Yeah. You know, and of course, for, you know, a lot of, <laughs> excuse me, a lot of things, um, no matter how much you prepare, it's like, ah, uh, you know, so packing your patient, I think is the number one thing. Absolutely. They, you, you just have to kind of go with the flow, like feel that frustration, you know, please don't obviously take it out on the, um, the person at the, uh, the, <laughs> the desk there that's trying to help you. Everybody wants to get somewhere to where they want or need to, <laughs> or need to go. And you have to pack your patients um, because you're not, if you're in that um, argumentative state or whatever you want to call it, it, it's really hard to help someone when you can't have that dialogue with them. So just pack your patience, be kind, go with the flow, take a deep breath, <laughs> whatever you need to do. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it just, it's second nature now to many of us that do travel often, but it's not for other people. You know, there, there are some people that still are just starting to get out on that first flight after, you know, two and a half, three years. So it's, you know, it's, it's like a shocker for a lot of people. Uh, the other thing that you got to pack for is for that thing that people that haven't traveled, they are probably may, may not in tune with, um, oh, do I, do I have to take my shoes off? And a lot of times when I'm online, although most of the time I'm, you know, I'm in the, I'm a uh, known traveler, so I'm in the TSA pre-approved line, but I, I still crack up, you know, over some people's frustration with others that ask those questions that don't know. Like even some of the, you know, the staff that's working at the airport, like, how could you not know this information? Some people haven't traveled in a couple of years. So either they forgot or, you know, whatever, I'm going to brain freeze. So you know, packing your patients on all avenues of traveling is essential from all aspects. Everyone not only is trying to get somewhere, people are trying to do their jobs. You know, they 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 know certain information, other information they don't know. Like, why is the staff not here? Hey, you know, corporate knows. I don't know. I'm just telling you we're delayed because, you know, we don't have enough staff. Or, you know, th there might, a lot of people don't think about the, the origin of the flight, where was it originating from? And maybe while you're in a beautiful sunny area and you're waiting for a connector or your flight to come in so you can take off, you may have a delay. You say, oh, the weather's fine. Well, yeah, the weather may find where you are, but where is it coming from and where is it going to? The, the, those are really big, important pieces to the puzzle of flying. So, you know, it does happen. You don't like it to see it happen, but it does. And so you got to prepare for it. So that's why I tell people, plan on delays, but also do yourself due diligence. Try to find other airlines that you know are going into the same hub that you're going into. Get an idea, you know, maybe it's an airline you're, you're, you're comfortable with. Try to check out their schedule just in case you might need it. I always do that. I screenshot it. And then I can then I can go to work on on making the, the necessary changes. So that's why obviously Wednesday night, boom, boom, boom. I quickly made that change within 20 minutes of him getting the alert. And I'm grateful that I did because of I was planning ahead. I knew the storm was coming in. I said, eh, if we don't get you out today, I'm not sure you're getting out on Friday either. And what what would happen would be again, they would reschedule the flight. They're not going to be rescheduling on Saturday because now you're in cleanup mode. 
And in addition to that, you have to also remember, it's just not impacting you. It's impacting tons and tons of travelers, not just that one flight. It's impacting a lot of flights. And that is why then the squeeze to try to get on the next flight or to get a flight out really becomes, you know, beat the clock, <laughs> beat, beat the passenger to get and book that flight. So these are just common things that, you know, I like to tell people when they're, when they're traveling, but it's Fantabulous Friday. This is a day that we love because it's a, it's a, it's a way to kind of like look at your week, look at what you wrote down on your to-do list, your planner, your goals, your stepping stones, and, and did you make it dent in them? And what was the dent? It could be just a pebble. You know, we always talk about stepping stones. It could be a pebble, people. Maybe it was just to make your bed. That's a pebble. I think that's a pebble. That's not really a stepping stone. That would be a pebble. Uh, maybe it was to finally get that first workout in. That would be a stepping stone because that's a big step in the right direction. Maybe it was today is the one day I am not going to procrastinate. Everything I say I am, everything I say I will, everything that I say I do, I complete. And then you look at the list and say, ooh, I did two out of three. Nothing wrong with that. Let's, let's give ourselves a hand, pat ourselves on the back. So today is a great day. What are you patting yourself on the back for? Sister? Oh my gosh, uh, so many different things. Um, read an amazing book this week. Um, uh, a guest that I was a podcast on came out. So that was pretty cool. I kind of forgot about it. And of course, you know, as we chatted the other day, um, big news yesterday in the Murdaugh yes. trial. Um, he was found guilty. Um, so a lot of, you know, I, I love reading <laughs> the comments that people make. Um, and, and all I'm really going to say about it is <laughs> people thought that it was a very short time that they came up with this verdict. But I, what I think a lot of people don't realize when you are on a jury and you are sitting for six weeks, you, you're already taking in all that information. And my personal feeling on it, I think there, I think that there what there could have potentially been a beyond reasonable doubt thing going on there had it not been for that <laughs> Snapchat video. Yeah. And the cell phone technology that where, for instance, where they found Maggie's um cell phone, <laughs> they tracked his cell phone. And where her cell phone was found was the exact time he slowed down. The cell phone was probably thrown out the window and then he sped off. So although a lot of it was based on circumstantial, the things added up and there was proof that he was there at the time. <laughs> and for the prosecution, they need 12 jurors to say guilty for the defense, <laughs> they only need one person not to agree, so. And I do believe, like, the one of the things that was discussed, which I do agree with, you know, why did, did him going on the stand hurt him or not? And, you know, I do believe the objective for him to do that, although he did a very poor performance, was that very fact. You only need one juror to get a hung jury. And that's what they were going for. They knew you know, like they said, they're calling it the first, you know, cell phone, you know, case. 
which mm -hmm. it really was the blueprint of what transpired. The other piece that I noticed was his son Buster in the background. And, you know, he, you know, as the verdict was being written, uh, read, you know, he had his hand on his like chin or whatever it is in his, in his mouth. But when I saw him, I still go back to the Netflix series of their chat while he's in prison. And it's so nonchalant. The, the, the brother Buster or the son Buster rather, I should say, poor, poor thing. You know, he, he obviously idolizes his dad. You could kind of feel that and probably believes everything that he's been programmed to believe um, because he does refer to his mom and brother being murdered as the homicides. The other telling piece was the way he was, the way that Murdoch was talking about being in prison and gambling for soup and, you know, food and whatnot. Very nonchalant, like, you know, I'm just kind of biding my time. Um, he, his presence, his appearance, he was not shocked. He was, you know, very, you know, straightforward, no emotion. Um, and I think for, you know, maybe there was a, a big piece of him that thought, I'm getting out of this. And a lot of people in the town were convinced he would get off. And that goes to show you that justice will prevail. You know, you have to believe in, in, in the whole process and it's difficult and it's hard. Um, I felt bad for the sister-in-law. And that was also, and I love the fact that that was a very telling piece, her, her testimony where she can not confronts him, but she said, we've, we've got, you know, what do you think of, like, we've got to find out, we've got to, we got to know who did this as she's talking to uh, him. And she kind of asked like his, you know, input or whatever, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says, uh, someone that did this had to think, uh, had to think long and hard about doing it. Mm -hmm. And he was actually, it's a reflection, I truly believe of his, he thought long and hard. You know, obviously he was feeling the squeeze from keeping all the embezzlement and stealing of money a secret. He was uh, confronted that day from his own law firm about it. And the squeeze, I think, was either insurance money from them. And then, of course, a lot of people forgot about the attempted suicide from the drug dealer, you know, and, and I think the analogy was he was trying to do that to maybe get insurance money on himself for, for Buster because he knew this was all going down. Who knows? Uh, but, you know, he has been found guilty. His sentencing is this morning at 930. Uh, I would imagine he's going to get life in prison and then he's, he's got the, the charges. And then we can't forget that he's got over 100 charges coming to him for, for all this embezzlement stuff. So he's toast um, and he, he deserves it. Um, mm. I, I, feel, I feel bad for not just this particular case, uh, but the Bodie accident that his son was about to, you know, stand trial for and was charged. Uh, I feel sorry for, for those victims. I feel sorry for the housekeeper who lost her life and that's unquestionable how that happened. Uh, and also the embezzlement from the family that didn't receive any of that money. I'm sorry for, you know, the, the other, there's another death with somebody in the street. I don't know all about that piece to it. Uh, but the good news, and yes, even in, in this horrible situation, there is good news. A lot of the people that were duped by him from a financial standpoint are getting their money back. It's probably going to take some time, but the law firm is 
had to change their name. Like they, they're going through their own drama uh, and stress, but they avow that these people will get their money back. And that's a good thing. Um, they deserve that. This, these lawyers now have to kind of rebuild their firm, rebuild their reputation. There's a lot of carnage besides the dead people, which you cannot forget the people that were murdered, that were, their lives were snuffed out from this monster. But there's a lot of victims, a lot of carnage left on all aspects that of what he created. And it, this didn't just happen overnight. This came from, you know, him having, you know, people in his pocket within that town. And, and I hope, in addition, those that were in his pocket that went along with this nonsense, uh, you know, maybe they, they weren't privy and or, you know, were involved with the breaking of the law piece that he did and the murders and all that. But you know, I, I hope that it's a lesson that, you know, people should not be bought, regardless of the influence that they may have. Just say no. Like, I have integrity. You're not going to jeopardize my career because you want me to dance around issues to get your son off from drinking and drinking, all this other stuff. And this goes on in, in a lot of communities. Um, but they don't realize the carnage and the impact that it happens, that happens to be the people that are left behind that have to deal with it. So. It was a hard case in the sense of, you know, witnessing that somebody could of that prominence could do something like that. But it also goes to show you that some people put on a facade and they're not who whom they say they are. Yeah, he put on a mask and thought he was wearing it well until it all basically blew up in his face. You know, we always talk about wellness, that there's an umbrella. So here's this umbrella, and on top, unfortunately, um, are the murders of his wife and son. And then you have to go underneath that umbrella. And they really did, I think the pros prosecution did a really good job at pointing these things out. And what a lot of people um, forget is that up until that point, before they showed that video, that Snapchat video, he was still even under oath saying that he was not at the scene of the crime at that time. And right. then this video came out that just, that blew the whole case out of the water. Exactly. And, you know, um, the, the key piece to that is, you know, technology has a way of, you know, we talk about all the the yucky stuff it does, but in this case, it was it was really instrumental in finding him guilty. I truly believe that. Yes. And on that note, fantabulous Friday. We hope you have an amazing day. Of course, I will be watching um, this all transpire as I'm doing my little thing here. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. <laughs> we hope you have an amazing, um, fantabulous Friday. And we'll, I am with two sisters, and this is Carol, so AKA Nani Boss. Don't forget to have that, that conversation in the mirror. Let yourself know, hey, I did a good job today. Maybe I didn't get everything done. That is okay. You wanna celebrate your wins, no matter how small, no matter if they're a pebble stone, whether they're a stepping stone or you achieved a goal. Always, always remember to pat yourself on the back because you owe it to yourself. You're the one doing the work. You're the only one that wreaks the rewards. So why not? you. With that, we will see you Monday for Monday Mindset. Take care. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye-bye.